Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up. Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer. Triple M's Real Football Show. Where Chris Dittmar, Albie Kidd, Marcos Flores and Val Migliaccio discuss the biggest issues affecting fans of the round ball. Terrific run and a super finish. The Triple M Real Football Show. Yes, welcome to this week's podcast. Joining us once again, the superstar, Maria Jose Rocas Cote. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Why are you laughing? Is it my pronunciation? <laughs> no, I think that was a little bit too much. Too much? But, but, but it, it was good. <laughs> too, it many, too many rolls of the tongue. <laughs> yes. Could you please say it for me? Maria Jose Rojas. Rojas. <laughs> there you go. Hey, massive weekend for you. Yeah, yeah, massive weekend. Uh, we are so excited and looking forward for this Sunday. Again, if you haven't got your ticket, please go to um, Adelaide United. Uh, website yep. and register for a free ticket. Now, tell us about that again. Who is the gentleman that uh, is giving up all the free tickets? My Money House. Yeah. They have bought all the tickets for us. How um, good. A way to sponsor and help women in South Australia. So please go out there and support us. It's going to be really, really fun. Looking forward to win too. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Val Miliaccio, a lot happening in the world of football. Nice. Tell us about Young Cassini at Adelaide United. We're going to talk about this in depth. Yeah, Cassini Yangi. Um Scored his first A-League goal against Melbourne Victory. A great win for Adelaide United in Melbourne. And he celebrated his goal by jumping directly in front of the hardest core A-League fans maybe in Australia. Yep. Now, in the aftermath, um, his Instagram account was attacked by racists, mm-hmm. and which is absolutely appalling. So um, we'll speak to Adelaide United's first African player in the A-League, that's uh, Gyawe Jonas Sally about yep. it. And he's over it. He is really sick and tired over this uh, racism and what's yep. come out of it. All right, so he's going to join us. Albie Kidd, you've played all over the world. How do you see this one? Is Young Cassini in the wrong here or are the fans in the wrong? Of, is everyone in the wrong? Look, regardless of you know what you say, if it's um, a coloured lad or a you know just a, an, an Aussie or a Scottish guy or whatever, you know if you're going to incite the crowd, which you will do if you go towards your the opposing supporters, I think it's wrong. I think the club need to nip that in the bud. I think they need to bring the young kid in there because he is a young kid and yeah. just uh, you're learning his trade. So let's not forget that. If yeah. that's a, a more senior player, a thirty year old or whatever, well, it's not acceptable, but. Possibly you could accept accept that uh, to celebrate the goal. We've all celebrated goals and um, or go over the top when you celebrate a goal, especially when it's a big goal mm. uh, that wins a championship or whatever it is. But a young kid coming through, I would suggest that somebody with well, the coaching staff needs to get a grip on him and, and, and just put him on his backside. I think those issues need to be separated. So I totally agree with you, Albie. Like, I, I looked at that and I was watching the game live and I'm thinking, what are you doing? What? You don't in football. You don't do this. I remember in the Premier League, a player, uh, uh, what we, from Arsenal, he got fined and suspended for a couple of matches for doing the same thing. There's a bit of a history. I think he came from Manchester City, but you're doing something which I find is disrespectful to the opposition club. And then, like you said, he's a young kid, scored his first goal. Totally, if Melbourne Victory won in, in two years' time, they're going to write him off. You can't keep doing this to opposition fans. But like, these are totally two separate issues, racism and celebrating in front of fans. But you're talking about social media as well. 
you know, he's getting hammered on social media. and Which the, is out of line. It is out of line, big time. But but the fact of the matter is, you know, you think about, you know, when you when, if he plays for a bigger club like Chelsea or whatever, he's going to be in front of 60,000, 70,000 people. And if he does that, he can incite a break-in, you know, people, mm. you know, yep. going onto the ground and what, and I think that's the, the big part of it. All right, Cote? Uh, I'm agree with that. It's two different things. Uh, he can celebrate uh, how he wants, but uh, racism is not accepted. I think mm. it's something that is going on for a long time, and this is not the first situation. It's coming in the past, a month ago, two months ago, three months ago. Yep. We, we, I know, and I see it. So, yes, uh, we had to educate people mm-hmm. to stop this and, mm. and, and, and to call it out. Yep. All right, uh, that is all coming up with Guaya Jonas Sully, who will have his say, as uh, Val said, the first African player to play at Adelaide United. Speaking of Adelaide United, Gutan Verbeek, former coach, is going to join us as well, all the way from the Netherlands. You're listening to The Real Football Show. Joining us uh, all the way from Dolson in the Netherlands, in Holland, is the former Adelaide United coach, Gertrude Verbeek. And uh, I was very sad to see him go. Um, last year, the coronavirus hit, and obviously Gertrude had his reasons to to going back home with his family. But thanks for joining us, Gertrude. Hello. Hello. So, good to see you. Good morning. Yeah, it is. So, just take us back to to actually the the day that you decided to go home uh, back to the Netherlands, because okay, results weren't that good, but COVID hit. And in my opinion, you were doing some wonderful things, especially with development. And we're seeing a lot of the, the, the players you develop now really making a mark now in the A-League. What was the main reason again for your departure? Yeah, the main reason was the corona. They, they stopped the, the, the payment from the salary. And because you're a foreign, uh, uh, you're a foreign player or a foreign coach, uh, you don't get supported by the, the government. Yeah. So there's no income. And... It was very unsure uh, how the situation was going on. Eh? Uh, how long will, will we stay there? Have to stay there, and uh, also the messages in, uh, in Europe and in Holland. Uh, the family were uh, were not so good. So my wife said, "I want to go home. Yeah, uh, I want to be by the family." So then you can only make one decision and go back. So do you have any regrets about going back? And you were telling me before we went on air that. Coronavirus in uh, in Europe and in Holland, it's it's pretty sad at the moment. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, I think it's better living now in in Australia because there's almost no Corona. And when we read things about Adelaide, uh, everything is open, bars uh, and restaurants, and and, and, and uh, everything is going on. And here in Holland, it's uh, really restricted the rules. Uh, there's an evening clock, so you can't go after nine o'clock uh, at home. You have to stay at home till 5.30 in the morning and uh, the, the, the shops are closed. You can only online shopping, uh, bars, restaurants, everything is, is closed still. So that's yeah, it's, tough it's, it's and it's winter also here. So the, the, the weather is not so good. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in, in that way, you get better to stay in, in Australia. But yeah, uh, I hope to, uh, I find a club uh, again because we didn't know what the, when we make the decision to go home. Uh, what was going on in the competition, and uh, now we uh, we know that, but at that time we didn't. So yeah. yeah. So so you're back home, and and obviously uh, you're back in the television work, and and tell us what you're doing now. Um, you, you, I don't know. You're still involved with managing. You're still involved in coaching. 
No, I'm not in uh, at the moment. Uh, no, I'm not coaching. Uh, uh, I'm only working for ESPN. Uh, analyze games in, yeah. uh, in the Eredivisie in uh, the highest league in Holland. Uh, one, one or two times a week, and for the rest of my free time, uh, I, I build a new house now. Again, because you built a new house Again. a few years ago, didn't you, with your bare hands? Yeah, it's true. And 200 meters uh, ahead, I, I, I bought a, a, a piece of ground and I'm building a second house now. Wow. So that must be a lot of work for you to keep you busy? Yeah, let's keep you busy. Yeah, that's nice to do. Yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> well, that's good. So just, you know, your time in Adelaide, and, and I think you still keep an eye on what's going on in the A-League and... They've been doing okay, um, and a lot of the players that you actually helped come through the system, um, the Toure boys in particular. Now, uh, Mohamed Toure is actually uh, he's injured at the moment, but uh, Al Hassan and a couple of other players. Are you uh, proud of the work that you did when you were in Adelaide? I think it was in the right time uh, they started to, uh, to work with young guys. Uh, if you see now uh, the competition, I think a lot of our players also went uh, went away. I don't know what's the level now in the competition, uh, but you see a lot of young guys uh, are playing football now in Australia. I think it's good for Australian football. And a lot of players also uh, had the club sold uh, for the first time in years, uh, some players, and I think also, that is good for the financial situation, and um, and I hopefully uh, sometimes I get a message from from players abroad um, when they score a goal or from from the the, the manager of the, the players. Uh, I, I'm in contact sometimes, and uh, yeah, it's nice to hear that they were, they are doing well and they enjoyed uh, playing abroad. And I also see. Uh, the analysis of uh, the games from from Adelaide, and you see, Cusini uh, uh, is also playing again, and that's yeah. also nice uh, to see. And, uh, and all, all the other young players get uh, some minutes from from Carl, so I think it's very good uh, to see the, the the development from from the players. Yeah, yeah. So when you were here, what what was the best moment? Do you think if you got like a, a really good moment that that you thought was uh, pretty special in in your career? Winning the cup final, oh. of course, uh, in a great game. Uh, we beat uh, uh, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne uh, and with one, I believe it was. So that was a, a fantastic game. Uh, still, in the, in the beginning of the season, we just, uh, played uh, some very good games. Uh, so that was uh, amazing to see. And uh, yeah, I liked uh, the work we did. Uh, and, and uh, in the end, we had a tough time. Uh, the last five games we lost. Yeah. It was a little bit difficult. Um, a lot of injuries. It's also a problem. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, I, I had a nice uh, team. I had a nice team to work with. The, the physiotherapist and, 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 and the trainers. They, they supported us very well. And uh, so, yeah, this was a nice time. And just... What what actually happened in that streak? Because the team was travelling so well, and then uh, the, the results just before you know the COVID nineteen hit weren't the best. Can you pinpoint what happened back then? No, it's, I think that the the, the the most problems we had was were, were the, the, the too many injured players at the, at the moment. Uh, uh, 
and then then the, uh, you ask too much from the young young guys. Mm. I think was 15 years. So yeah. What, what can you expect from so good? Sometimes it's very good. Sometimes it's, it's, it's a little bit reverse. So it's that's what's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you in, still in touch with the management or, or Pete Vanderpol who brought you out to Australia? Have any contacts since you've left? Uh, yeah, uh, that's after I left. I had uh, a lot of contact with Bruce, uh, a little, a little less with uh, with Pete. Mm. And uh, till the end, and uh, when they started the new season, I contacted uh, sometimes Carl. But now the last two three months, I'm I'm, I'm not so so uh, good in contact with anyone at the club. I, I think it's better to do that that job. And uh, I follow it from a distance, and I see it's going well. And uh, I hope they have a lot of success uh, this this year. Oh, it's a strange competition. Everybody can win. Everyone. <laughs> I. I, I, I and I look from outside. Yeah, it certainly is. And, and finally, Gertrude, is there any chance that you might be coming back to Australia one day and hopefully if this coronavirus clears up, you might be uh, back on our shore somewhere? And my wife said uh, uh, we have to go back to see the country more because uh, she's there for almost 10 months and she's only been in, in Adelaide. Okay. And, uh, and we 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 went to uh, Kangaroo Island, and this, uh, the pit was on on, on fire. So <laughs> now we 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 we, we, we uh, and our daughter is a little bit uh, uh, grown up. She's uh, she's ten or, or twelve. We go back to see where we have lived uh, because she 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 won't remember anything about it. Yeah. The nicest thing, she's st- still speaking English. Oh, that's So that's cute. nice. She's now on the on the on the on the, on the, on the big school here in Holland. She's uh, she's getting four next week, and wow. uh, and the first thing the the teacher said, she's speaking English. She yeah, she still does. <laughs> and <laughs> just nice uh, what happened so to we that? Will, we will come back with probably as uh, as a tourist. Oh, cool. Cool. What happened to that beautiful Harley Davidson that you had? Did you end up selling it for the price that you wanted? No, no, it's still it's it's. Uh, it, it, Still there. It's, uh, it's not sold. And oh, really? It's still there. Uh, yeah, uh, we have to find someone to uh, to buy the the motor, the, motor, the motorcycle, the Harley. Yeah. But uh, he's still there in the, in the shop. Oh, okay. It's not sold. Well, hopefully it gets yeah. sold uh, very, very soon. Well, Gertrude, uh, thanks very much for your time, and it's so nice to hear from you. Okay, hello. Thank you for calling. Here are the Reds continuing to press. Game in the balance. What a ball that is for Goodwin. And now Yankee, and he does it. The substitute comes on. He tried on the first attempt. He couldn't do it. But guess what? He came on the second. And he goes to the Melbourne crowd and says, look at me. I've done it. 2-1 Adelaide. Young Cassini Yengi scores his first goal for Adelaide United in the A-League. But Val, there's been so much controversy as a result. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And and joining us now is uh, Adelaide United's first African-born player, Gyalwe Jonas Sally. Jonas? <laughs> hey, how are you going? Good, thanks. And thanks for joining us. How do, how do you read this? Because he celebrated in front of the Victory fans, but more yeah. so in the aftermath, his Instagram account was attacked with uh, emojis yeah, of, of, you know, things that shouldn't be put on social media. How do you see this? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I saw it, as I said on Twitter, I saw it coming. You know, when he jumped uh, stuff, I knew that you know, after the game, it was going to be a lot of stuff said about his skin color for sure. 
Yeah. So I knew that. I knew that before the game even finished. I knew that. Yeah, we we going towards that 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 path again. So, so, so for me, like, in, yeah. you could read the actual what was going to happen by him yeah. celebrating the crowd. Yeah. Yes, I knew that. No, yeah, yeah. We have to, we have to, as a society, we have to be honest with ourselves. You know, we live yeah. in a country way where you know things happened before before Yangi Yangi's case. So we so as I say, we saw with Adam Gould and Eddie Beth and Jimmy yeah. Young and Abini. So you know, it's not the first time. So I wasn't surprised when this happened. So I knew, I knew, I knew it was going to happen. Jonas, we mentioned uh, just off air there that um, thankfully there was just uh, you know a handful of supporters there. But you know if this guy goes on to to bigger things and plays for a, a big club in a in a, a big professional league, and he does yeah. something like that, it's um, there could, it couldn't say a crowd um, spilling onto the ground and whatever. I just think that um, it is a management thing for Adelaide. Adelaide uh, United uh, to take on. That's my opinion, whereby he's a young kid coming through. He needs to be, you know, somebody like yourself even speaking to him, where you played in front of bigger crowds and what they're playing in, in front of just now. But it could, to me, it would be a good idea for someone to take him aside and say, look, be protective of yourself there. Don't do that. Uh, but having said all that, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit here, but yeah. the social media element, Jonas, that's been... Um, on the people being on yeah. the the system over the weekend, yeah. ridiculous, and and you can't condone anything there. It's it's not nice. Yeah, yeah. For me, for me, like he got character what he did. You know, I'm I'm happy with virtual uh, fans to be upset about what he did. Yeah, but to start going, to, uh, you know, abusing him and using his skin color. Now it's a different topic now where we're going. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, no, they're, they're allowed to be upset. No, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. That's fine. But yeah. now when you go to talk about his skin color or just put some emojis, then definitely now we'll have a problem. Yeah, exactly. You hey. see, because what I'm saying that if it was a Caucasian player doing this, they wouldn't post anything <laughs> there. They would go to abuse him or say, no, what he did wasn't right. That's it. Yeah, but because he's black, so they use the opportunity to not. To so acceptable. Yeah, yep. it is. Yeah, have, have, that's what I'm saying. Have you yeah. been subject to any abuse yourself over the years? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's not new to me. It's not new to me. But the thing with me, I'm knowledgeable. That's for me because I understood my history. I understood that history we learned school wasn't the real history. That's yeah. the failure we have. You know, they don't teach you the real history. So when you start with your full history, that's the problem we're getting now. Because yeah. people are not really educated about other race. Yeah. Jonas, so, can I ask you a direct question? How hurtful yeah. how hurtful is it? When something is directed at you like that, how hurtful is it? Uh, before it was hurtful until I understood my, my real history. You know. For mm. me, like as I say, I feel sad for them because they don't have the knowledge. They don't really know me or know my ancestors. Uh, my, my ancestors. So it's not really helpful to me because I know who I am. I know what those before me achieved in this world. So when you understand history, it's different the way you see things. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you get it. Yeah, it's different because I'm going to tell you 100% what they're they telling us to school before or now. It's not the real history hmm. about any race. It's not true. So, so how, yeah. 
Jonas, how do yeah. how do we stop this? How do we educate the public? How how do we eliminate this? Just tell the history. What happened before we came into this world? That is, it's simple, yeah. you know, because I, I know the, I know the truth. That that what I see myself highly, and I respect myself. I respect others, and I expect the same respect. Yeah. So I never put myself inferior to anybody. That's impossible because I know what my people did before. You know, when you see that, you know, that give you that that that. Uh, that high expectation from yourself because they did it so you're able to do it and you respect others. So when they know that and that they're going to re- you respect yourself, they're going to respect you. But because they don't know your history, what they learn is going to be through history so they see you inferior. So when we start teaching the real history, so we see the difference in how people behave. It's ignorance. I yeah. think, and I'm very agree with you, Jonas. Um, yeah. I just don't see it with the color skin. I see it yeah. in all the different ways. If you yeah. speak in a different language with accent, yeah. if you talk, if you short, and it happens a lot. Uh, for yeah. example, with Adelaide United, we had recently yeah. a, a class with uh, yeah. two guests. Uh, they came and spoke about that. So that's the way I think uh, we, we, we handle this, educating players, but uh, starting from the club, from the federation. And yeah. I think, yes, we have a long way to go, but I think it's, it's I'm agreed to educate is the most important thing. Yes, you're right. You're right what you say. You have to educate people. You know, it might be hard to understand, but, you know, they're always the first time. So for me, though, Soon we start yeah, and also call it out. Like yeah. when that yeah. happened, people need to, yeah. you know, uh, talk and, and, and let it, let people know what's happening. So we stop this. Jonas, uh, finally, what, what are you doing these days? Because uh, last time I spoke to you, when we catch <laughs> up at Henley Beach, we had a nice coffee. You yeah. just got back from China. It didn't work out with uh, Atlanta yeah. United Sister Club. What are you doing these days? Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the legend uh, Damien Mori to YC. Oh, you're working with, oh, with Damien, with Frogger? Yeah, Damien. Yeah, I'm just the legend. Mm. That's my second year with him there. So, you know, just we just through pre-season training now. So hopefully the season starting next month. So, yeah, we'll be ready to go. But what, we're, what we really want to know, John, is are you still pushing weights? <laughs> <laughs> He's so fit. He is so fit. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, really, no. Really. I, I'm very I'm envious getting, of that body of yours. I'll tell you no, what. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm getting old. I'm not young anymore. <laughs> you know, my bones are hurting. You know, in the morning to get up is very hard. No, I feel, Come on, man. Here? Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. There he is, yeah. our special guest, Gawaya Jonas Sully. And uh, unfortunately, we've had to get him on to talk about a, a terrible topic. Yeah. But uh, Jonas, good luck with White City and have Thanks, fun down man. there. Thanks, man. Have Thanks, fun, mate. Guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. He is an absolute legend and, and a top guy, and for me, probably the fittest man in South Australia. Man, I used to watch him playing Dits, and, and really the, the strength in this bloke, getting up and down the park, was just something else. You know, he's, and even I met him on Hamilton Island actually with his, I think he was just married, and, and I seen this guy walk, he looked like an absolute superstar. He just toned to the, the hilt, you know? I think he's still the same. A machine. But here is Anthony Martial in red. He has tumbled. It's a penalty in 33 seconds. It's Bruno Fernandes. United lead on City territory in no time at all.
Hold on, City. United are not disappearing quite yet. All right, another big week in the EPL. Albie Kidd, how did you see it? Yeah, you look at the, the, the hearing the footage there uh, um, or the commentary of the, the Man City, Man United uh, uh, game. Now, that was a, a massive result for Man United. And thankfully, it, it keeps... Man City, you know, away from running away with the league. They are sitting on 71 points. That's way Man U sitting in second place with 57. Uh, 14 points differential there, but they've got a game in hand. So if they, get, they win that game in hand, it's going to be 11. Still eight games left in the, in the season. But um, you look at the top six on the table, Man City, Man United, Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham and Liverpool. You know, there's a lot of big clubs in there. You know, looking at West Ham there and Leicester, you know, getting a place in the Champions League would be fantastic there. Your West Brom, man, um, and Sheffield and Fulham, mm. certainly a lot to play for in the well, last I see where Bright- games. Brighton got very important points this week, they early did. in the week. So. They did. Yeah. Um, but um, the the three in the relegation relegation battle there, certainly West Brom, your West Brom. Yeah, all right. Sheff- you already said Sheffield it once. Sheffield and Fulham and, um, you know, a lot to play there first. So, um uh, looking at the uh, the games that's coming up this weekend, the, the the games to note, I guess it would be Brighton Newcastle. Yep. Again, that's got relegations written all over it because sure. New, Newcastle Dits is in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you mentioned correctly, Brighton had a great three points at the the weekend there. The other game is uh, that's outstanding is West Ham. I would say versus Arsenal, big game for David Moyes to stay in the top top six and for Arsenal to sort of project themselves you know, near the the, the top six. Uh, Chelsea versus West Brom. Mm. Um, would you put any money on West Brom, Val? Look out, Chelsea. Look no. out, Chelsea. <laughs> oh, no. And the last one, uh, it's, it's a massive game. First versus third. Leicester versus Manchester City. Uh, that's going to be a cracker. It would be brilliant if Leicester could uh, get the three points here yeah. just to keep everybody... Yep. In the mix uh, to, to to win the championship, there must mention the the goal of the season, in my opinion, Odegaard scoring for Arsenal against Tottenham. If you've not seen this goal, have a look at on 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 the footage there. What a tremendous goal! Goal of the season, <laughs> goal of the season, definitely for sure. All right, that's how Albie Kid uh, sees this week in the EPL. Let's get on to some hot topics, Val. What is making news in the game of football? There's uh, a really Big one floating around the A-League. Um, serious allegations surrounding a couple of players of a club. Yeah. And from what I understand, once it comes out and it's being worked on right now, it could be career-ending for at least one player. Career-ending? Jeez. So I'm hang not going to say talking... any well, more than that. Well, hang on. You can't tell us half a story. No, what... I can't. I can't. What? That's it. So are we talking criminal then? No comment. Right, that's a yes. Um, well, we are then. We're obviously talking something very, very serious. Very, very serious, and I don't want to preempt anything because this uh, it's before lawyers and obviously others. All right, so it is a legal situation. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's in the A-League. That's what I understand. Mm. So, Adelaide? Albie, no comment, mate. That's it. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with right, the topic. Right, let's not implicate I'm done, anyone. I'm, if, done if, if it's... I'm done with the topic. I'm done with the topic. Disappointing to hear, right. actually. Uh, Melbourne, Melbourne victory, Val. We've talked about them a little. By the way, Adelaide United, three wins on the trot now. Fantastic. Second they top. Are, yeah, they are in red-hot form. Very, very good. They are. I mean, um, four wins ago, mm. they were, looked like they were going south <clears throat> yep. in the table. They've now, turned it around beautifully. Sitting second. The injection of Craig Goodwin's been good. 
hundred percent. And also, I think the bigger difference is uh, Harvey Lopez being fit, and Tommy Urich. What's going on there? You know, what three, four weeks now? Soft tissue injury. Your main striker. Disappointing. They need their best men on the park. The Yuande situation, the ex-Perth Glory player, yep. that's still sitting idle because I think they're having trouble with immigration authorities into getting the family in. Okay. The other thing that, I mean, I don't want to let it go, is, is the racism thing. Mm-hmm. I still want to hit, hit this pretty hard. In 1990, do you remember the 1990 World Cup, Albion, Ditz and, and Cote? I don't know, maybe not you, Cote. Is this when you would have been two is, years off? Is this when Cameroon went berserk? Cameroon beat went everybody. Nuts. Roger you Miller know, Rick reached the knockout stage, and then you had, you know, some of the the best players ever seen coming out of Africa. And one of my favourites was the midfielder Emil Mumbo. Mm-hmm. The thing is, there, Ron Atkinson in 1990, and I don't know if you know him I personally, Albi. Yep. He was a commentator. Yeah, this is back. This is thirty-one years ago. We're talking. We're not, you know, we're not talking back in nineteen ten or nineteen hundred. He described the Cameroon player as they were playing England in the quarterfinals, absolutely brainless. Then added off air, I'll only get in trouble for his mother's back home watching the game, sitting up a tree. So I'm thinking, have we come that far since nineteen ninety? Maybe not. I don't think we have. Cote, I want to ask you, as a yes. visitor to Australia, I know mm. you're living here now, but are we a racist country? Um, I would say there are situations that yes, um, and maybe people are not aware of that, you know, like uh, my accent and things like that. And, 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 and we are still looking at people like how they look, uh, you know, if they're from Asia, different countries, because we, we have to remember that it's not just the color of your skin, yeah. you know, and then. And yes, I don't think it's, it's, it's really bad has, you know, in Spain, football in Spain is, you know, they would call players monkeys and things like that. But I think it's it, we have to get on top of this mm-hmm. and we have to um, stop this because it's going to increase. It's mm. not going to decrease. Mm. It's not the sad go thing is, Dits and, and gang, there are so many good people in football and I think people in this room mm. <laughs> is, is an indication. A couple of idiots out of a crowd, a couple of idiots Some on social media, absolutely screw it for everybody else. Mm. Yes. How are we going to get rid of that? I don't mm. know if we, we, we ever will. Look, it's a difficult one, as you mentioned. I, I was at a game last night, and um, I met a Taiwanese gentleman with his family. Fantastic. He was passionate, very, very passionate of, he, of his lad playing, who was incidentally a very good player. And, and you know, people like that could be attacked. And it's just, it's well, not, as you mentioned it, Cody, it's not the, the colour of the skin. You know, I've been called a Scottish so-and-so at, at one time as well, but that's that's passion in the game as well. But um, it is mainly towards the coloured individual, isn't it? Let's be honest yep, about it. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, but, and it's unacceptable. There's no place for it. That's you could talk about the footy, Adam Good, uh, Goods. Eddie Betts. There's, there's lots and lots. It's, it's all over the place. Yeah. And um, it's very disappointing, and it needs to be stamped out. Just to go back to Cassini Yengi's goal celebration, I had a blank when we were talking about it. It was uh, Edabayor when he joined Manchester City from Arsenal in July 2009 when he scored a goal with 10 minutes to go, ran 90 yards, sprinted past his teammates, and slid in front of the Arsenal fans. It could have turned really ugly, and uh, he got taunted. He apologised, was fined £25,000 and given a suspended two-match ban. And this, again, I'm separating the two incidents. Racism is another issue, yep. but yep. like you said, Albie, someone needs to 
get to this kid. He's a really good kid. And I heard him speak in the um, press conference and he said he'd do it again. He Don't did. I've seen the, I've seen mm. the, the interview. Mm. Now, now, let me tell you something. We're all, we're all good friends of Ross Aloisi and, and, um, and Calvert, oh, yeah. obviously. You know, these guys are no silly. You know, they've been at the professional ranks themselves and they'll pull, they'll pull this guy in and tell him, pull your head in. No more of that. Let's avoid that. We're in a good position now. We can't avoid you to do that again. So don't do it again or you won't be playing. I think Ross Aloisi and Carl Vert might say something on those lines. Well, Carl actually said it post, uh, post-match press conference. He was surprised that it happened. Hmm. But like, again, these, it's two separate issues. Racism, put that to the right, and celebrating from the opposition fans, put it to the left. Hmm. All right, just finally today, Cote, big weekend for you coming up. Tell us all about it. Yes, yes, very excited again uh, because we are going to play at Cooper Stadium. Yep. Um, and we play, if we win this game, we have a big chance to go to finals. Mm-hmm. Now, my money house, and again, thank you so much, because they bought all tickets for um, everyone who would love to come mm-hmm. to the game for yep. free. Mm. So I encourage, and please do it, go to Adelaide United <laughs> website, register, and you will love it. You will fall in love with women's game. Now, are you going you to win know. this weekend? Of course, we want to. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. You know, mindset is everything. My team is looking good. So, again, it's all in. Cote, you've been promising a goal for me for yeah. the, the last few weeks yeah. now. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, it takes three happen. players out of every you game <laughs> by playing in that false number nine in role. Don't you see this, Albie? <laughs> the decoy. They're chasing it. They're yeah, chasing no, her it's, it's and true, then all but the space is opening up. <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of the game, though. Like uh, People are expecting my goal, and I appreciate they have high expectations, and it's great for me, and it's going to happen because I want it to happen, hopefully this weekend. <laughs> but it's no Good secret luck. that the club's actually done its best this season because you're in the team. How long has it taken so long to actually sign you? Because you've been um, living in Adelaide, what, five years? Yeah, well, now six years. Well, they'll be six waiting years. for her to score a goal. That's what it is. That's the reason they're holding up on the contract. But, I mean, well, six I'm years, the one I opened, the, um, I scored the first goal of the season. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's a good, ca- <laughs> a good comeback. Take, good why comeback. Why did it take so long? Uh, to sign? Yeah. Um, look, it's a lot of things. But, um, you know, like for me, um, it's not to give up. And it's to keep, you know, doing... Not just what I love, but it's my job, and and people have realized, you know, I uh, what I have t- just done in the past, but what I had to do for them to sign me, which is like, you know, um, got called to the World Cup. I had to go overseas and 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 and, and you know, sign for big clubs, and and that give you, of course, something else. But um, people don't appreciate until you 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 really uh, do a lot, <laughs> a lot. Just on the ladies' game, that's um, you probably noticed Sam Kerr scored a hat trick in yes. the cup final. Yes, overseas Superb. for Chelsea. Yeah. Yep, brilliant. She does a great tumble as well, doesn't she? <laughs> Summer amazing. Yeah. amazing. It All was right. about time. I'm glad for her. Good luck on the weekend, Cote. Thank you so much. You... Remember, register for the free tickets. Okay, you've been listening to the Real Football Show. <laughs> Triple M's The Real Football Show catch up Saturday mornings from seven a.m. for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer.